and good evening. It's once again time to stop your dancing and dowling about. We are once again at the evening tickler beginning to dine and discuss. And with us tonight, we have the ever effervescent Julian. Say hi, Julian. Oh, <coughs> that, was my, that was my hi. He brought up an effervescent. And we have with us tonight at table the one and only King. Uh, came up hard from uh, the South, Louisiana. You'll recognize in his voice a very aristocratic tang from the South, which indicates that we have at table tonight something rare, a raconteur who has been seasoned by life and punished a little <laughs> bit by it also. What is Good this? God. Is this coming I, directly I say, out of his... Uh, well, well, it, what, his name's like the a king. wellspring of... His, uh, his name is the king, and, and he, he comes by it uh, well-deserved. So um, I, I'm looking forward to dinner tonight um, because we do have the king with us. Uh, the WIOX staff, which is standing by right now, have brought out the special stuff. Lovely. And you can smell it in the air. I, they have been working all day to please the king. It smells like barbecue in here. Uh, it? it smells like barbecue. <laughs> Welcome, king. Thank you so much. <laughs> How'd you get a name like that? Ah, you know, when you're born in the South, as a second son, you're generally given the name of the of your grandmother or mother, and so King is the maiden name of my grandmother. The and maiden name of your grandmother. Wait, that's right. your first name? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it yes, really is. Yes, yes. Wow. All right, and living in London f for for a while, it was that's a little tricky. Oh yeah. my God, people so are just that's hysterical. Not, <laughs> that, that's not like being called Prince. That's like being called King. Yeah, and and many people don't get it. You know, I call it get called Ken or Keith. Ken. <laughs> and if it doesn't matter, I'll let them continue. Wow, the journey from King to Ken is like is like uh, from Did you did you have to uh <laughs> did you have to do something like Prince did, formerly known as the artist from no, yeah, no, yeah, no, but I will say that I have gotten some job interviews because people thought I was African American. Of oh, course well, of they course, did. Man. Of course they did. That's and I did. I mean, I, I, I'm an academic, and so I went for my last job, and I was going to dinner, as they always take you to dinner to see if you can, you know, if you can drink or if you don't drink or if you're stupid. And, <laughs> and this, this guy had too much to drink, and he said, you know, I have to tell you, we thought we were getting an affirmative action hire. <laughs> and you didn't get the job, did you? No, I did get the job. You got the job. I got the job, but they were disappointed. Uh, yeah. Well, um, how, do, how do you deal with disappointing people, even though you get the job? Um, humility comes out? or no, I disappointed. I, did you promise them that you'd try harder? And well, like everybody put lies on, on their color? resume, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, just, I've chosen to deal with that by just never disappointing anybody. Or never asking and them. How's that going, Julian? <laughs> <laughs> well, I live in Delaware County. Yeah. You know, in Delaware County, and the king is kind of new to Delaware County. Wait, you we live here? We keep our Are we giving the secret away? That I, we've never, we've never I moved. Seen each other. I've moved. I'm, I'm moving here. I but, bought a house in small town, Delancey. Lovely, lovely, lovely place. And yeah. So far, so far, so good. Wow, there's nothing in Delancey. Yeah, absolutely. Well, there's the king now. And, yeah, right. And his partner, James, King James. Right. Uh, king, are, you should have a Bible. We do, and we violate every tenant. Oh, you do on a regular basis. You know them all. Can you? Can of you name three? I'm, name I'm, three. Uh, name uh, three. Are we yeah. talking about the uh, actual Ten Commandments? <laughs> right. <laughs> hey, let's okay. have a go. Honor, let's have, honor thy father I, and I, mother. Let's have a go that? at the Ten Commandments. <laughs> let's really have a go at the Ten uh, Commandments. What are they? D don't murder. 
don't, don't, steal. don't cover don't, my neighbor's don't, wife. No coveting your neighbor's wife, which uh, of course you failed for I have repeatedly failed. over On her father, again. mother, uh, on, her on father, a daily mother. basis. Do you. not project with your criticism. Do not Thank lie. You. That's not okay, a That's not one. No, the lie yeah, is that's not, not a, a commandment. Yes, it is. Lie? Do not lie. Don't yeah, fib? How do they say that on the stone? I don't know. Who forever shall false witness false, wi- wit- oh, well, false witness false that's yeah. not lying uh, idol like Some, <laughs> you're not allowed to worship <laughs> false, false you're not witness. Allowed to, false witness sounds much nicer than it but, sounds legal but uh idol uh, other uh, different gods yeah that's one that's one how many have we done we've done a few enough is there something about where you're supposed to put it and not put it <clears throat> No, none of, that's none just, of that. no, that's just, that's, that's, this is all Julian, Jews and Christians. That's, 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 that. that's in mind. That's the 11th commandment. So, Delancey, you know, you had a choice. If I can just for a moment, because this is interesting. Here's a guy who has all of the chops he needs to live in the Hamptons, and yet he and his partner, James, chose Delancey. Why is that? Well, first of all, I wouldn't have gone to the Hamptons. I would have gone to Fire Island. Yeah. I mean, you know, so yeah. it, I, I, I think... It's just too hot down there. <laughs> is that a, me- a metaphor? <laughs> For all sorts fit? of things. Okay. Um, we had friends up. Uh, the Delaware County is becoming more gay. Yeah. There's yeah. more, and I don't mean it necessarily from the perspective of numbers of people who are gay or yeah. bi or trans, but I think there's a, well, I think the r- rural con- counties and rural spaces may not like you but there's a great deal more toleration oh totally yeah no it's been, been becoming gay up here for, for years and years and years but it was gay before it was gay yeah. before yeah i think yeah, it was yeah. gay and before you know they it was called gay you know yeah why. totally why because of the beauty it, it's always been the beauty that it's tamed that beast. that's so cliche oh uh, and that can't well, be true what you, that's just can, you can and we, your, that's you and your poetry <laughs> books late at night it's got nothing to do with <laughs> okay so why do you think it was gay before i don't know gay. i don't i don't you have a solution just i just don't like your solution that's the first no i think there was an eccentricity i think that to say something is gay i mean young, the younger generation will talk about that that's so gay I think that there's people do their own thing. There are a lot of eccentricities. You think? People create stuff. People build stuff. Yeah. People grow stuff. Yeah. And, you know, people don't want to be bothered by others. No, but there, there has been a movement, though, because I remember even, <clears throat> you know, because the gay community was up certainly in Margaretville, you know, like a pocket. Right. And you know, that kind of expanded over Margaretville maybe 10, 15 years ago, 15 years ago. But I remember even when... <clears throat> Remember when Russell's uh, Russell's store came up for uh, who was going to be the next people to run it, and there was a gay couple. Um, he uh, moved away and he lived where Carla lives or whatever now. Uh, uh, I forgot what his name. Anyway, there was a gay couple, and then at that point when they were going to take over one of the kind of landmark, it was the village there store. There was resistance. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was with some. I mean, we hang out with some gay couples, and they talk about that about you know the, the last fifteen years that there was there was. Um, a lot more closet kinds of behaviors, but it's like a don't everyone, ask, don't tell kind yes, of Yes, but yeah. everyone knew, mm. and the difference is, you know, in some urban environments, you know, people think, oh, the, you know, so safe. It's pretty, it's pretty dangerous if you get, you know, if you go to certain kinds of communities, mm. and I, I think out here there was more space. But what has happened is there are more people out of the closet. Yeah. yeah. 
And I think there are more straight people doing things out of the closet. We've heard as much. Is that But true? we don't want to. Oh, around, around Delaware County? Yes. Apparently it's rampant. Yeah, right. There's, uh, we, already have, we had a whole show about it. Isn't it, isn't it interesting <laughs> how if you scratch through any thin patina of civility, you're going to find a rough undercoating. Oh, people, and, and there's yeah, a totally. choice that everybody has. You can either call it something bad or you can look at it and embrace it. Well, what or is it if even nothing rough? else, just accept it what, for what it is. I mean, you, you put it, it in kind of this dualistic cons- construct. I mean, yeah. that it's rough. I think that it's more honest. Yeah. I mean, I think that in a lot of ways, the gay and the feminist movement has, in, has allowed straight people to say, oh, that thing that I do that I don't talk about with my wife is actually okay. Because those activities are perceived as being gay. Because there's been more permission to, to express things from an erotic <laughs> point of view. I love it. I mean, I had a straight couple. They're like, let's give it a go. I mean, I don't know what you can talk about, but, you know, there. You can talk about it. Straight men do have, they do, you know, if you you penetrate. you don't get grabbed. If you penetrate. Oh, uh, you just got grabbed. No, you can say that. You can totally do that. Totally. Hey, come on. I mean, there is a sexual sexual aspect to that, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And straight people know this, but for some reason it was kind of considered dark or yeah. and now uh, no i don't so think those activities were were they i think they just considered those activities be, uh, to Private? be to, to be dark between two men they knew that they were up to it <clears throat> well precisely but they but but they were like we are allowed to be up to it but like you guys are not well that 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 brings it out of the out of you know the beauty of what is delaware county where everybody does their own thing privately and gets into kind of the the macro discussion of it and you're absolutely right i mean the research shows that what what really upsets straight men is anal intercourse. Is that right? Oh yes, that's, that's the it. thing that that's throws the them thing. off. And and the theory is and that yet and yet heterosexual porn is teeming with that. Of course, of course, they, of course. Like you got to go there as they're, quickly as possible. They're teeming with it. In yeah, the, in totally, their, totally. But, but what what happens is it's the the hypothesis is that it gives power is somehow taken from men because to be to be the receiver, to be receptive, is a woman's role. Right. And so... Oh, you're talking... Right, yeah, right, And right, so there's right, this right, kind right. of threat. You can't, you can't do me. I can do you. Right. Yeah. Who's doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to be the doer, not You've got to be the doer, the not the doey. <laughs> <laughs> and what, what I'm interested in is how does a, a culture, and let's look at uh, if we can go so far as to say Delco is a culture, how do they go from um, the dark into the light? How do they go from accepting something that was once something we unacceptable had into something that is a convention? And it happens all of the time. Our rules, regulations, laws are always shifting with the consensus of the people. But what, what has happened up here? And it's happened, Julian, in our lifetime oh, where I, we've started to see the change. Yeah, but I think but there's, what it, with, with, at the risk of being kind of prosaic about this whole thing, I think there's also just a simple cause and effect thing of like, look, Bunch of a uh, bunch of gay couples move up. They buy nice houses or whatever. They need a bunch of work doing, and so you've got to go to the community and 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 have that done. Now, there's a bunch of people who initially would probably be resistant to that. They're like, you know what? I don't want to go and hang out at that. I don't know what they do. It's yeah, but weird the reason they wouldn't go and hang out is because they would have been associated with it, and so therefore, if if they do work for the gay couple 15 years ago. 
why are you doing work for them? What's up with you that you want to go do their floors? And, and you know, and, and sure, but it's, now it's not, there's no yeah, threat. But, but the development there is surely just, a, just an economic one, which is if you do go up there, if you're like, well, you know what? I'm going to get over this, this thing that I've got. I'm going to go over there. You get up there. People pay on time. They pay the right wages. They're nice. They're kind. They're like, hey, do you want a cup of tea? Do you want? And then, it, then just the pure fact of walking away from that, where you're like, you know what? This is a good gig. These are good, good people. I don't so know I what hear, they do in their bedrooms or whatever. I hear two and things it just going moves on. That One is that um, the witnessing of humanity right. through the gay lifestyle wins the day, and the fact that more and more gays coming up have created basically just a, a gravity and a, and a sense of uh, of mass that has also started to influence but it's also the, yeah there are many there are many sources but i think you can't even talk i don't think I'm it's fair to talk here. about gay i mean it's a feminist f movement too i mean you know there are there are women asserting uh space and prerogative but you, but you think the average Delaware County, you know, dude who's going to do some work is as intimidated by that as they are by two men who live together? Fifteen years ago, I think you were going to have people I who really had not think, bumped into that. No, I think 15 years ago, you probably wouldn't have had that person speak about the business of the contract with the woman. And now they probably might not know. So who's going to pay the bill? Is it the man that's standing there, or is it the woman? Because oh, there okay. is some shifting in that category, too. I think that as a culture, we have moved it. And I think, I think that rural America kind of does this better, in a way, because it, it does have those economic exchanges. People do know everybody's, everybody kind of knows business uh, yeah. and, and knows what's going down. And well, also here, we can't afford, I mean, one of the things that, one of the pleasures that I've had of being up here, and they're, they're not manifold, I mean, there's several that I haven't had, but one of them is the, uh, is the fact that we can't be tribal up here, because we simply don't have enough people. Mm. If you were down the city, you would choose your friends according to their politics, according to their, their sexuality, economics. blah, 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 and you would all sit around the table and talk about the same mm -hmm. bollocks day in, day out, or whatever. Up here, we just don't have those kind of numbers. You're going to have to find a way that this person who you find maybe disagreeable on some front or another is somebody who's going to be sitting around your table. Right, you can't, you can't have the Facebook feed. No, can't you, do that here. You can't do that. And that, yeah, creates, I mean, and that creates an empathy. And in 2017, and this might be my own observation, we've kind of run out of different ways to talk sexual politics. We, we've done it. And now it's time to move on into the important things of living in a rural yeah. environment. Well, I think is, that's evident in public opinion on, this, on Trump's issue on the transgender thing. I mean, it, you know, upwards of 80% of people think it's ridiculous. Think it's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we, I don't know if we want to go, to go into that, but, but you know, and, and you know of that 80%, most have never met a trans person. Right. Yeah. And so what they're saying is if they can do the job and if the Army yeah, sergeant yeah. says they can do the job, who gives a care? And I think for the most part, and your point's really well taken, I think that sensibility is deeper and stronger and more honest in a rural environment because what, what happens up here, the connective tissue between a rural audience and all of us coming from office is, are you, are you willing to do the work? <coughs> are you willing to become part of our community? That, and That's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue. That, but we've had this discussion before, which is there's two, to me, uh, I think there's like two orbits of this one is that like 
you know, somewhere in Bovina, if we just take, if we just take being gay as a single thing, the idea that, that everybody's very tolerant of people who are gay within this community, like our gay people or whatever, as opposed to a broader community, which is saying like, well, that doesn't mean I'm into like queer people in general. Like they still freak me out or whatever. But I like Bob and I like Dave or whatever. So there's that thing. It's the, it's the our thing. But that doesn't mean that it's spreading to a broader thing where there's a tolerance on a broader level, I don't think. Well, I mean, that, again, that's an old feminist adage, you know, the personal is political. And so, you know, the, the, it, was, it was the women's, the first wave of the feminist movement and the second wave of the feminist movement that began to, began to understand that being um, overtly powerful, and that, that was the point of burning a bra. Right, right, you know, right, right. To, to take something very personal and make it a public act. And so, I, you know, that I'm not okay with the, you know, the LGBTQ acronym, acronym, acronym movement. Um, there is a problem. There is a, there is a problem with it, you know, our gaze, as, as you were mm. pointing out. And I think that those things get closer and closer together. Because as, as we do bump into one another... You think it bleeds outwards? It begins to bleed out, and, and the politics become much more personal. And when you know someone, it's then hard to abstractly say, well, then I'm against the fact that they should marry, for I example. guess. I guess that's true, yeah. I mean, we could have the same conversation with Marcus or whatever about being a black man in... Uh in Delaware County, whereas there's that same thing. Oh, I think that being black, I think race is probably harder than gender politics. Oh, it definitely is. Well, of course it is. The other hard thing up here is Republican, Democrat. Um, Yeah, but we don't. Because the joke up here... But we're not doing that in our bedrooms, and we're not doing that in that. So (laughs) when when we're not talking... There's Republican sex. I'm not doing anything in my When we're not talking sexual (laughs) politics, and we sit down in front of, as we are right now, a beautiful platter of braised rabbit, and look at how those livers and those sweet meats are on the toothpick that have been nicely kind of uh, braised and and the honey sauce. It's not here, so just move on. (laughs) What's the conversation, what floats your boat in Delaware County that makes you want to be up here for just the sort of experience of the habitat? Do you like do you like the smell of the air? Do you like the physicality of working your farm? Do you like the the idea that you can walk out and yodel and nobody's going to yodel back what do you at like? you? What do you like? I, I for <laughs> me and for James, from for us, it is um, it's not yodeling. There's no yodeling. I no. think I no, think it was. Not. I think it it really is about uh, happiness. I think there's, it, you know, we we looked very seriously at, you know, our trajectory. We oh, both. He screwed. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, I don't. It's mean, a planner. It's man. about happiness. <laughs> I've never met such a man up here before. <laughs> right. <laughs> you might be too smart for. for no, it is happiness. I mean, I don't mean it in a, you know, in a kind of euphoric sense, but in in in. Uh huh. There is right. Where's? There's there is if, if one's willing to be with themselves, there is the possibility for happiness in these kinds of places that is hard to find when you're fighting traffic. Sure. Well, you know, one thing you've really got in your favor is that you're in, I presume, a good, solid relationship where you both agree. Uh, yeah. I, you know, again, I get kind of 
tweaked by that whole notion of good, solid relationship that's so straight. But I, I do think that <laughs> I... <laughs> you're so rude. It's so straight. It's so rude. I'm sorry. You're a good, <laughs> you're monogamous. No, I didn't mean that's it good, what, solid but like that's that. that's how it lands. Hey, that's how it lands. Well, that's how it lands. It's not how I fired it. Uh, what I mean is that, like, you're not free. You didn't arrive here freaking out, being like, should we even be together? What a mess. What are we going to do? You could, uh, like, but you're that's like not, that's not you like to each a, other. To a couple, well, that's, you, that's a single person could be just as freaked out. All I'm saying is, like, it's, it, it's, it's definitely easier. I think the difference between me and you, one of the major differences between why you could be more contented than I am is if you've got someone you're sharing it with up here, it makes it way, way easier in this very harsh, lonely environment to understand why you're here. True. Doing this on your own is really hard. The, um, the idea that, that yet you're right, King threw out that it's easier to find happiness and contentment, however you describe that to yourself, in a quiet, lovely place than fighting traffic. And there's, um, for some reason I was reading a poet who I'm becoming really bored with and frustrated with, Mary Oliver. Uh, oh, who's you were Mary Oliver and me the other day. She is, uh, she's written poems that have defined so many people's experiences. But she did write something that I read recently, and I guess it was in a poetic format, but it was this idea that she starts her day looking out the window with the window cracked and the fresh air and the dew is, is sparkling, and with that her dreams are awakening and she's on the edge of an idea, and it's formulating. And it's that creative moment when everything is anew and she is becoming that person, that deep person mm. that that she touches with her ideas and then there's a knock on the door mm. and and it not only just interrupts that that transition that moment of dream being turned by an artist into something but it ruins the idea that after she addresses the noise you know and knock on the door a telephone call she's out of it and and if you think about what and I do because I lived in the city for 35 years that was a constant knock on the door. <clears throat> mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it takes, I think that's why so many artists in the city have to go into drugs and really extreme behavior to lose mm -hmm. themselves into some fabricated quiet place where up here there, there is that legitimate. Yes, but you, all, you both have made the point very cleanly and clearly that there's a hardness and there's hard, yeah. it's hard here. So I don't know that... If you we can take we can take the knock at the door out. I I I think that it does afford some space just for the other. I I, I don't think that that living in the Catskills makes one a guru. You know, I think there's plenty of hard work and plenty of hard. There's living. Mm -hmm. I think the difference is the city doesn't have the space for leisure. It has plenty of knocks and lessons that are extraordinarily important. And maybe what this area is waking up to as well is that, you know, th this, hard, this hard life that's here is a different kind of knock that brings... You know, there's, a, there's an age appropriateness that's kind of happened in the Catskills where older people that have gone through the knocking and the noises come up here for that third phase of life of, uh, yeah, of leisure and, and inward looking and so on. But now we're starting to see a lot of young people yeah, well, coming up here and that working. are finding knocks. Well, I mean, they, they mm, are finding we'll see the how conflict that works and the We'll grist. see how that works out. A little bit. Yeah. Well, but you see how it works out anywhere, right? I mean, whether they go to Brooklyn or whether they come to Delhi, you know, they're going to have to. 
They're going to have to be 35. Wait, are you working up here? No, no, no. Oh. No, no, no. So you're still having to go... Do you have to work somewhere? Yeah, I teach. So you have to go somewhere. How far away? Uh, I, I'm, I still have a residence in Ridgewood, New Jersey, so I still live Oh, primarily. so the bulk of it has to be down there still? Yeah, it's 50-50. Right. Yeah. You know, it's very helpful, actually, I think. I think it's very helpful. Yeah, I think actually the split... Because that, you know, the move that I made up here, because I always you, you made it a whole hog, you, you went to... Yeah, the, and I was married, I had two kids, <laughs> and uh, I was able to work remotely or whatever, but I kind of wasn't really ready for the shock of, of what of it winter. meant to... Mm, it's not even winter. <laughs> yeah, winter. But also what it meant... You know, when we're talking about the absence of space in the city or whatever, there's also another thing to that, which is that, you know, that's a machine... You get up, you get on the subway, you go somewhere. By the time you arrive at wherever you're going to try and be creative, you've kind of got quite a lot of juice going on. You're, you know, this idea that a lot of people arrive up here looking for the blank canvas, but blank canvases are scary. That's writer's block, or that's what you can sit and stare at a blank canvas forever and never. Oh, I don't think anybody comes up here oh, they for do. a blank canvas. No. I think they come up here with an idea and they f- and they walk into because it doesn't realize well, something I'm, that's less than a full canvas. Well, what I'm talking about the blank, blank canvas is you hear, hear a lot of artists, or you know, if you just took painters or whatever, they say, "Oh, I needed the space. I wanted the emptiness. I wanted the whatever, and then I'd be able to focus all my thoughts." On this blank canvas. But they can't escape themselves. They're just sitting there in silence. And they're like, I haven't picked up a brush in two years. Right. Um, And and after that two years, they're uh, hammering, they're putting up sheetrock for people. Right. So whereas the city has a certain energy to it where you you bleed out of that energy. It's not an uncommon story to find people coming up with a romantic ideal of how they're going to become the hero of their own life by coming into this bucolic thing. And then after a few years, that's the story of New York City. That's the story of New York City, too. I mean, I'm going to become the hero of my life when I move to the Upper East Side. You know, so it, it, I, I think that's being human. Well, that's so well said. Yeah. yeah we, do, we all do. You know, it's, it is one of the most positive, delusional parts of the human experience that we walk into ourselves thinking that we're going to accomplish something that's seemingly impossible. And sometimes we get lucky, and sometimes we have a plan, and we actually walk in and form the world around what it is that we think we will be, and we become that thing. But quite often... What happens is we step off the path, and the monsters and the change and the bruises that we get change us into something entirely different. Well, th- that's what it's and all that's about. And that's what's happened to you, Julian. No. You used to be <laughs> eight you. feet tall and handsome. <laughs> Look, but you that's, have been so but that's, that's, that's But that's what it's all about. It's not, <laughs> it's not about putting the – it's not about how, f- how few people do we know or – you know, we know very few people who came with the idea and achieved the idea. But yeah, maybe yeah. you have an instinct for yeah, what's true. to the left and right of the path and what monsters you're going to bump into. And so even though you think you're treading that central path, you kind of hear what's off to the left and right. And you're like, that's where it's going. I don't know. I, I, I'm more and more convinced that there really isn't a path. It's brand new motion. It's just things banging into yeah, each other. Yeah. You know, the path is kind of romantic. And I think it's sometimes we burden younger people with it. <laughs> I love the path, though. Uh, I love the idea. I like I, the fairy tale. Don't I, you like I, the fairy tale? Yeah, but you, you know, like you're a handsome tale? straight dude, so <laughs> and white, and so you know, you don't have. You see, when you, you talk to Julian, the sexual politics white. are always more interesting right. than so. Uh, so the you know, story. if you don't have the path, or if the path that's in front of you simply is an artificial one, right? 
then it's, 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 it's hard of to be, course. it's hard to kind of romanticize that there's a, that there's a way. Yeah. So um, what I'm hearing right now, We're which is storming, fast, we which are is, storming through this. This, this is, is ridiculous. I know. This is fascinating that, that King at our table tonight after, you should have seen him munch down on that braised rabbit. Mm. It was almost disgusting. <laughs> We've got to go. Uh, We're going to have to go to the party he, after this. He, just just, he said that he has really given up on the idea that there is an ultimate moral rudder and shape to things, but that we're all, and I'm going I'm to take a shot at this, that, that we're all victims of circumstance. And, and, and becoming a victim means that we have to make choices because there's real pain in a Skinnerian sort of way, a behavioral way. We become we because we are just in a pinball machine getting knocked around. If we're honest enough to acknowledge that. I it, mean, there's, but that's there's your freedom. point. There's freedom in that. That, that we are... That the universe is indifferent, that Absolutely. we're a pinball getting knocked around, and, and it's the knocks that reshape us rather than a path that we're on no. that is relative. One that can makes us smile. One can smile. But there are laws at play. We just don't understand sure. them. Gravity. Like that. <laughs> but that has nothing to do with personality. No. No, there are yeah. laws at play. If there weren't laws at play, then that pure... No, 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 no. you got another minute. And it, it, we you, could do that whenever you, we feel like doing it. If you haven't <laughs> lost the sense of humor We're all staring at the clock. On, uh, <laughs> on, on what it is to be involved with the gravity of life, check this out. Hi. How are you? Feeling all right. Being healthy involves not just our physical nature but our mental, emotional, social, and spiritual dimensions as well. I'm John Riedel, and that's what we talk about on Wellness Wednesday. We talk about how to live a healthy lifestyle and how to understand the dynamics of good health. We talk about medical issues, physical activity, nutrition, access to health care, health information, and health services in our communities. So tune in for Wellness Wednesday every other Wednesday afternoon at 2 o'clock on WIOX Community Radio in the Catskills at 91.3 FM and from the Catskills at WIOXradio.org. WIOX is supported by Hana Mountain Resort and Country Club with 29 guest rooms, an 18-hole championship golf course, restaurant and bar, specializing in wedding packages including rehearsal, dinner, ceremony, reception, farewell brunch, and accommodations for guests. Information at hanacountryresort.com or 845-586-4849. WIOX is supported by the Mountain Eagle Weekly Newspaper, serving Schoharie, Delaware, and Greene Counties with local news, politics, sports, cultural events, information, and business services. Available at stores in Stamford, Bloomville, Hobart, Davenport, by subscription, and online at themountaineagle.com, T-H-E hyphen mountaineagle.com. <laughs> there, there is there is nothing. Uh, there is no form of misery that quite touches on um, being in a situation where gravity's gotten the best part of you when it's lying on your eyelids. And uh, you know, we we have to remember that the saving grace of being victims in this crazy experiment called awareness and immortality is that we stay awake and aware, and um, and that we keep our hearts open. And that we have empathy. However, we get to those things. These are the, the simple, um, I think, uh, 
bags of magic dust that we constantly go dipping into and throwing around to, um, in spite of us being victims, in spite of the universe seemingly to be indifferent. This magic dust is what reassures us that we're human and we're connected. What do you, what do you, do you, don't you think that we have to constantly be reaching out to one another with our sexual politics or our beliefs or our thrills or the sharing of our experience to connect? That, don't you think that that is part of what the human condition well, uh, is? Absolutely. But the only part of what you, you know, ha as you were kind of Rambling around. That's why I said Very kind of you. You'll be tested on that right. later. So too. good. But the part that <laughs> it was a problematic me. for me is when you begin to s insinuate somehow that that there is that there's a that there's a way in all of that, and I particularly. You know, wisdom traditions I think are extraordinarily problematic because what they create is arrogance. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, yeah. experience, and maybe here we're back to Delaware County because, you know, the experience of the cold or the, you know, or the wood that has to be split or whatever it is or the lack of money, it, it, brings, it brings back, a, you know, one into the body. It brings back into the body. I think that. I've experienced that. Wisdom traditions make people righteous and they can they can cause a great deal of what we call class they oversimplify and they they create winners and losers and you know i i haven't met anybody yet who's not dying so you know winning is a problematic concept well yeah but yeah, it's yeah, unavoidable yeah. or do you live a life that has avoided those well as a, as a as a teacher you know, I'm, uh, professors are the last, you know, really working class people in America. Because uh, oh. easy for you to say. No, 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 no. We are. We are. Everybody just turned their No, 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 no. Because the deal is we have what the working class fought for and then gave away, which is... You know, which are the basic rights of the worker and, oh, I and, see. and the long-term right. and, and, and right. reliability of the employer. You get a pension, you get a holiday. You, you get, get and you get a holiday, you know, you get to live in France. Right. But right. you are the... Right, right, right. But what you've just told us is that you're li you? the, the living embodiment of the wisdom myth. No, we... No, no, no. That you are we the proof get to that be, it doesn't... No, no, we get to experience safety in yeah. in, a, in a marketplace yeah. and a consumer society yeah, yeah. That where there is no economic safety really anywhere else. And how did you get there? Because you were wise, and, and that asset was no, something was that the university shit. wanted to Ooh, collect. Sorry, you, no, you that. can say shit. All right. So if you quote once, that word yeah. in a book. No, I did. There was, no tr there was no path. There was just randomness. And then when I saw it, I went, oh, oh. Do your students like you? Ooh. Do they? Oh, come on, I'm sure no, they do. I, I think, this is interesting. I think my students, first of all, my students. God, that sounds so weird. No, I think people say. in my classes get things from me, and I get things from them. Like, I, I am not so sure that we're even there trying to make friends. And is your lesson one of moral anarchy? That we're that we are just wandering about, and and what happens to us makes us. My perspective, any as any true academic's perspective, except perhaps someone teaching anatomy and physiology, <laughs> is that that you have to think for yourself. 
Uh-huh. I mean, you, you have to think for yourself. And so mm-hmm. whatever, the, whatever the canon's interpretation of, of Richard, you know, of Shakespeare, is Richard the Second, whatever it is, that really is okay that you can say that. But what is it? How, how do you relate this to your own life? And, and can you write about that? Can you but where does that, that? Yes, of course. And, and we do have to sharpen our personal sword on thinking for ourselves. But when we find that that sharpening has joined a whole class of cutlery sure. of other people yes, that are sure. thinking the that's same way, the then that's, we're no longer we're thinking for. for ourselves. No. But we have, we have become a, a cult. Where we have no. become a group of people no, that share a belief system. No, 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 no. And, and it's particularly as, and you know, I, I teach queer theory and I teach feminist theory. Particularly as, as an outsider, I think that you are constantly capable of moving away from that. And but communities do not think for themselves. They yearn to find them and share a set of experiences and beliefs. The, the thinking for yourself. Well, that's what the people in power would have us think, right? I mean, that no, sh- but I think we do, don't we? I mean, if, when you were talking about Richard II or whatever. Language. Okay. We have no, language. but even, be, even beyond that, when you were talking about the Richard II thing, part of the epiphany of reading something or hearing something is that you hear the thousands, the hundreds of thousands of voices that have had that, that shared epiphany before, before uh, and after. We're looking for a shared experience. Well, this is, this is what is this, Star Trek The Next Generation? And There's <laughs> the Borg, right? I mean... It, I don't know that we actually are as much as, if if that's all we're hearing is is all, as our collective voice then somehow we're we've but, lost the battle. No, but isn't there enormous beauty in that if you're talking about a simple like you said that you didn't know anybody who who isn't dying. So if you recognize that that the whole that the, the whole arc is uh, is 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 pointless and that we're just a piece of human dandruff, if you, if you recognize that, what we're looking for is those moments where uh, where that's why reading a poem and connecting it to another poem is like, oh my god, I see yes, it. Yes, and you've just described the perfect existential moment. Right. And that is a solitary moment. That is not a collective moment that you've just described. No, it's a collective moment because you realize that that uh, that uh, you realize at that point point that a as thousand an other people have put their finger through the through and the now membrane your finger is in the is going through the membrane too yes but it's your finger going through it that matters and and, no, that, I, and, I, and that there are millions of other fingers that have permeated that 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 I, membrane i need that to really be shared i need that to be shared if i do that the first thing i do is is send an email to steve or to somebody else being like have you put your i just put my finger through the thing have you and they're like and I you did say that. steve you must do it too or have you done it before or have you done it before right but it's but but and and he would relate to you his experience of that of that of that Permeability. But it's a shared experience of being a human being, of, of the futility of being of being a human being at the same time as how how extraordinarily beautiful it is. The, but that's what's amazing about being I a human think, being. I, yeah, I think it is. But I think the most amazing thing is that raw and, and inexplicable moment that, uh, that happens to me and then I can relate it to us. And and I need to relate it to us. We, right. we do have to right. drive on the, right. on the. We have to choose the right. side of the road to drive right. on. Apparently, some people don't. Right, but I think that it's better to choose that. Yeah. And and but I that's second. That's tertiary. That that's that's not. The primary. first thing is the the first thing is the singular it's the only epiphany. Thing. There's only freedom in there's only freedom in the moment. 
there, that's all there is. I Man, mean, I, I mean, feel like I need that moment to be to acknowledged be or, or, or to be or to be shared or something. Maybe it's just the narcissist side. Maybe it's not the fact that I want to share it, but uh, that I just want to roll around or, and have or someone you have else a lot watch of personal me. work to do with your mother. No, I, I have no, 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 no. <laughs> I've arrived, fully arrived. <laughs> I'm, I'm hearing um, a lot, of, a lot of critical thinking is happening at dinner, which is giving me a b- little bit of indigestion, um, <laughs> because I'm not a critical thinker, and I'm, I'm really standing at the knee. I, excuse, I think I'm kneeling a, I think at the knee. about to two, get on another uh, way. Uh, to, uh, masters. <laughs> um, but where, where King? Um, does the the idea of art lie in your life, uh, and and where is there transcendency, where your moment is changed forever in an experience that takes you out of a belief? So that you I was had. at the Tate Modern, which you know is an amazing, bougie building usurpation of a, of a factory. Right. But anyway, so I'm in a and there's a Rothko room in the Tate Modern. Oh yeah. And what I, and the, and the, these huge, anybody doesn't know Rothko, you know, go Google that. I mean, there's these huge canvases that the first comment that you're going to make is, I could do that. Or I wish I had enough money to have a bathroom that I could hang this in. Right. But to sit that in, room they, is have, amazing. they have benches, yeah. which are there just to sit on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and in that moment of, of choosing to participate as opposed to judge. Yeah. To, as opposed to judging how yeah. whatever it is, yeah. but to sit there and then to allow what that master oh, yeah. created totally. in his moment now into my moment does bring beauty. So now am or am I and Rothko somehow now participating? Yeah, shit. I don't think so. Come on. I I, I do I, think that I, I, if Rothko were to come to my place in Delancey and look at my cabbages and I think that he and he could sit in a chair <laughs> no his required more work and, and, and he could look at them I think that he could have the same feeling of experience that I had in that incredible facility I, I like that idea of like a, of the, it's simple A plus B but you know the work the arriving at that, because, you know, I was completely skeptical about the Rothko room or anything inside. Of course, anyone would be. Yeah, there, right? or anything inside it's that a, building. You feel like this is a setup. So I'm like, this is bummer or whatever. But you go and sit there, but it is ir- that room is irresistible. For, and that's from the point of view of someone who, wa- who went in there thinking, this is bullshit. Well, it's all a contrivance because the architecture has been set up to give you an experience well, that, that you can also have in a barn, no, uh, I, or that you can have in a large valley n- where you're you're witnessing something not can, unusual. See, not can, must to oh, be like human. Yeah. One must have that experience, and if we don't, in our choosing time, we will have it. When, when we're choking on our own spit. Well, that, that kind of reckoning that should be happening all of the time is the awareness that should be going on all of the time, hopefully with a positive view towards the experience well, changing can, us. But could you imagine how, in, and that's how what intense and rich life would does. be if you did that? It would last that for like process, 600 years. Well, we can't sustain it because no. those moments Yeah, we can only <clears> hold burn. so much truth. <laughs> right. Um, right. We have to go to sleep. And, yeah, uh, and we, we have to, and we have in, to, in, and we in have so to eat many this ways. meal, and we have yeah, to drink yeah. this drink, right. and we need to also sometimes have quiet and noise. Take a poo. 
and take a poo. Generally not the sort of thing that we talk about. What we talk about are the epiphanies. What yeah. we, what, why is it that, that these common points, which really define 98% of our lives, are never discussed? What we discuss are those moments when we're... Because of power. Because, 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 of, power. because of the power. The power yeah. narratives assert a particular interpretation of our reality, and we're taught it from the moment yeah, yeah, yeah. That, we, w- that we encounter language or sensation. Yeah, oh, that's and so it, it channels our, you know, this is a good thing, this right. is a bad thing, this right. is a good thing. Right. And so it takes, right. it takes an incredible amount of courage to, to somehow liberate oneself. And sometimes that's impossible... So, and so you're told. Happens. So you're told that you have to go to a Rothko room, or you're told you have to go to the theater, or, you, or you're told like. So you're saying it's, you're saying that all of that is available with your cabbages all the time, right? All the but time. But it makes for a story, and and what cabbages. happens is Who do you, this. That, there's a great. You said cabbages. Yes, <laughs> but there's a philosopher that uses that. Who's that? Cabbages. Uh, oh my god. That, we'll that, that would probably Google be Mr. That, so. Rogers. <laughs> uh, but so. And then you sit down in your classroom and you and yes. you give your students a choice. You say, "I'm going to tell you a, two stories. One of them, both of them will have morals." Okay, and and they start off this way, both of them. Once upon a time, one of them, I had a knife to my neck. It was held by a hand that believed in something different than me. In the moment that he was going to open me up and make me bleed, I said something. Okay, that's one story. The other story is. I was sitting on a on a lawn, and you know I was watching a, a leaf flutter down, and I think it fluttered for I don't know five, ten, fifteen, twenty, and you just keep going on. Like, which story are they going to want to hear? They're both. I think, they're both I think the sort proclivities of, they of one's always want no, the no, exaggeration. No, 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 you're wrong. You're wrong. Who, who wants that second one? I, I, Descartes. No, but we, oh, no. The, who, who about your budget? The apple? No. I mean, no, the apple. I mean, you know, I mean. The, the no, it plummeted from the tree Augustine, and hit the ground. Augustine's autobiography. I mean, he, it was. It, yes, those things occur out of the most no, ordinary but, moments. Of course, no, but all, we're talking about appetite. We're talking about which one you want to hear. Which one? Which which your one galvanizes you? I think we've been habituated. I think we've been habituated to think that we have to have some sort of. It, it, you, euphoric emotive response but that's because we are habituated to buying special K and Coca-Cola no, but I mean <laughs> you know but that, that we're, but we're, we t- want snap crackle no pop. I don't think no, I think no, you're talking you totally about do a tail wagging the dog the, the real dog is I think from without instruction I think that people are always going to gravitate to no. the exaggerated okay story. so if the second story is and there's a little puppy with a spotted yeah. belly. Yeah, kind of. Do yeah. you want the knife or the puppy? I mean, there's a way to make the ordinary, what we call ordinary, extraordinary. Well, of course. And, I, and I will always grant you that. And that's the role of the artist to, it, to do and that. And the grandmother. And the midwife. Yeah, but you're almost arguing. Call out to grandmothers, you are the greatest artist. But you're almost arguing against something that's completely self-evident in why, because I think you probably are popular with your students. Just from sitting here, I and would doing think it. that you're a god. I, well, I don't know whether you're a god, but I think you're god, certainly you're please. probably popular, and that's because you, because there is an energetic imperative to what you. Uh, to, to the message that you are conveying. You are yes. You're not going think. for the leaf. And Julian, down. to, you, to your point, to your point, there's also a text. 
so that we can have some vocabulary that we can share. Yeah, but your energy is to say, look at this text. Oh, my God. You, yes, you look. You so, look. You feel. Right, but you're doing it with an you're energy passing, which is not the leaf flowing, yeah. floating down. This is like the knife to the throat. Your energy. Mm. Oh, your energy no, is really way is. more than that. Mm. Of that, course it is. And it's, mm. this is a compliment. Where does the this power is, come from if it doesn't you come You just don't you. like the compliment. Oh, I don't know about that. I, 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 <laughs> That's I, the job I, I of the, the instructor that. and the leader has the responsibility of managing that power well. And when they do it, they are passing it I on and empowering a, the individual to explore something. I think that's very heteronormative. <laughs> sexual politics, again, I mean, are much more all, interesting than a night. You straight white people want power. You know, you want power. Oh, my God. You're not allowed to duck into your head or whatever no, you are no, no, absolutely. No, no. I am. You are ducking out of it <laughs> with totally. sexual politics. Totally, yeah, yeah, he's totally, totally hetero, whatever yeah. it was he said. <laughs> I think that to explain any of our experiences in the in, from from the perspective of power is is heteronormative. That's just your thing. No, it's yeah. my live. If you know, if you. If you could be killed because sure. of who you sure. hang out with, yeah, which has never been the case for me, then it becomes very clear to one, of course, of course, <laughs> that there is a power dynamic out there. Of I mean, I've been in, the, I've been, in, I've been in Newark Airport with James, saying goodbye, and we have not touched because you were afraid of uh, we were consequences afraid of yeah. consequences and i had you know we raised four daughters and i have had people actually try and pull our children away from us because they think that we were kidnapping them. That's oh, amazing. I've had, you know, I have an adopted <laughs> daughter from China and that same thing has And so, you know, and, and I've had people, you know, people tell me the same story, you know, who have black and white uh, couples come together, people who, uh, uh, who challenge these, norm, these power norms. I don't mean to suggest that you two are are hung up in that way i just think that that's a but you're you're right i have i have no empirical i've had to guess at all of those right. none right. every door opens right my entire life has been right. just every door opens there was this incredible dissertation i read once and it was this, it was a black guy out of university of chicago and he was writing is a simple hypothesis who gets past the doorman in new york city right i mean can you get to the elevator right and so he would set up all these scenarios of, of different genders di wearing different clothes, and you know, and it all came down to race and gender. Yeah. So you know, you can no, have a no, big, tall, a white guy wearing crap for clothes right. and with a big old. This is this is in the eighties with a big old jam box on his shoulder, and he can get to the elevator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The people that get through the doorman are the people that have uh, an invitation by somebody that's living there. It, it has, I don't think. No, that's no, not true. That's no, totally no, not no, true. No, 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 no. You, no, you no, only no, lived no, in no, very no, poshy no, places. No, so you, you no way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> you don't know. That can't be true. That's crazy. No, if no, no, you no. are walking to a doorman and you say, I have been invited by apartment 4 No, so, 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 okay, so I didn't okay, explain the experiment. That's a, that's, a, that's a unique situation. They are not speaking to the doorman. Right. 
Oh, okay. Or let's right. let's let's get out of that. I was I was trying person. to be actually real here and, <laughs> and not they, academic. Oh no 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 no. Uh, and they walk yeah. past, and yeah. how well, I got close do they get right. to the airport? Right. To, of course, to, you know, to the, because to the... people will only stay with the familiar. Yes. And you know what happens when people are confronted with the unfamiliar? They have an immediate reaction. We see it in politics. We see it in religion. We see it in our families. We see it here tonight at the dinner table. When confronted with the unfamiliar, they say no. No. Okay. Yeah. And until evidence to the contrary is yeah. brought forward, if they're not a right. bigot. But you need the evidence, yeah. If they're a bigot, nothing's going to change them. Right. Okay. In spite of evidence to the contrary, people will continue to think the same way. But what happens after the no, and, you know, I had a business for 33 years selling ideas to business people. And we would always present three scenarios. And one of them we would purposely put up there, which was the guy that couldn't get through the doorman, the hateful, unfamiliar thing, because we wanted to make it easy for them to say no. To, to dislike get that, one of them. Get, no, get that one of them. out of the way yeah. so that they could, because people want well, to. Well, even that, you see, here what it is. is if, you that dig into, if you dig in what you just suggested, I mean, the notion that you picked three is Christocentric. I mean, you know, so, there, so there's. <laughs> Did you say Crisco centric? Crisco centric. So there's a notion You're that, amazing. Where do no, you no, take no. these up Wait, from? No, no, You've no. obviously, you obviously right. teach. So, <laughs> he's, he's so our consciousness. He's the first guy that studied our, our show. Consciousness <laughs> it constructs realities, and so oh, we'll give them three options. Yeah. Why didn't you give them four? Because you didn't because, grow because up. It's in, a holy because trend. the game yeah. shows have three really? doors. That's why. <laughs> I'm not a dummy, man. No, the no, game shows have three doors. They have Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And all of those are very important questions, and it doesn't make that that three options is a bad way of presenting options. But to have this conversation does then cause me to reflect upon the power of these narratives uh -huh. in the way that I choose. Okay, but if we had another hour, having taken all of that into account, and, you, and you know, your analysis of it is probably right, but what's, inter what's interesting for me as a white guy who does walk through the doors and all those kind of things is what, you know, what can you, what can I do with that information recognizing at the same time that exactly what you're doing What's talk that? about it right 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 but what happens inevitably in the in these kind of in these kind of conversations is that my privileged position mm. becomes an obstacle okay so so the first thing you can do is when a person of color is telling me something about their experience i need to shut up well i, I spend a lot of time shutting up right Oh, and, which is and, and when a woman my... is telling me about what it means to, you know, to sure. go to a job and to have yeah. someone tell a sexual joke, yeah. I need to shut up. Yeah. You know, because, you know, if you look at the stats, I mean, you two may have daughters. The, the, the reality is almost 90% of females in America experience some form of sexual perpetration in their lifetime. Yeah. We should have, you know what, we should do this. Period. I mean that's that's stunning. Yeah, yeah, that doesn't I'd shock love to, or surprise. I'd love to have Winnie in the. Uh, I'd love to have my eighteen-year-old daughter in the room now. Oh yes. yeah, because she in this conversation she would be like, okay, now we have something to talk about. Yeah. Right. You know, because well, my nineteen-year-old daughter's right out there, right. And, and she's certainly experienced this. Right, she, right. she was a model, and she, of course, it was objectified, and uh, seen not as a person, but as you know, 
that thing that because society said you can take a shot at this because it's yeah. the way that we advertise. Well, there's, and there's permissibility. You know, there's permissions. Well, you know, we put she, it up. She, her body belongs belongs to me. Not that I have permission necessarily to touch it, but I can do with it what I want in my mind. And and if you don't, I mean, there's there's this interesting studies that look at women who are pregnant, for example, and all of a sudden they walk into a grocery store and complete strangers will put their hand on their stomach. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've seen that. Because they're owned in the narrative. Yeah, yeah. Now you're no longer a woman; yeah. you're a mother. Yeah, 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 and so that has meaning, and therefore you, you know, whatever you think about your privacy, <laughs> yeah, 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 is really not important. Yeah. Is if no I, if important. I got pregnant, I I would have an issue with strangers putting their hand on my back. Oh yeah, you if would. You go pregnant, and you uh, should. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, what would happen if you go pregnant? Uh, well, I mean, when James, James and I went to a Chinese restaurant for years, <laughs> and we brought our four daughters in, and finally the woman. And she was she was an immigrant from from Beijing, and she said, "King, you James, I'm doing my worst Chinese accent. <laughs> you gay, right?" And we said, "Yeah." She said, "You got daughter?" And I said, "Yeah." She said, "How you do that?" <laughs> <laughs> I bet you didn't have to pay for dinner that night. Did we you? did, uh. we did, but we laughed a lot. We laughed a lot. Yeah. Wait, so are they? How old are they? Ah, now the eldest is 28, and we have triplets that are 23. Whoa, so they're gone. Thank goodness, yeah. You know, this is very flattering, <laughs> but you don't look anywhere near old enough to have raised a 28-year-old and a 23-year-old. Yeah, we did. We did. We raised wow. them up. You see, I think that uh, King is evidence that conflict and agnostic, you know, swinging at the ball for a lifetime keeps you young and vital. Look at this guy. Uh, oh, but he's not he's agnostic. Even, the only wrinkles uh, he had, I've read about wrinkles. He's got the wisdom wrinkles on him. Wisdom. Right. Smiley wisdom wrinkles. And so wrinkles. I wonder what you want. But now. that's interesting yeah. that you grunt. <laughs> <laughs> but that is interesting that you granted him uh, agnosticism because oh, he, he doesn't come across granted. to me as no, an agnostic he, at all. Come on. This come on. guy is this guy. Agnostic means this I, guy is a I, behavioral like, scientist. Know. He is a behavioral I scientist feel like that looks to see the morality of life grow out of random experience. This that's what I'm getting from this guy right here. Oh, and so it was successful then. I have I've absolutely deluded you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not but, only that, but, but you know it, what? We only had an hour. At, as your student, <laughs> we were closing table, in on I'm, you. I'm another student that has just fallen in love with you. Oh, no, so you know sweet. what? If we'd so had sweet. if we'd had another half hour, we would have caught you. Oh, you would have deconstructed you, you me. You're you like running away. Uh, <laughs> we would have we would have hunted you down. <laughs> it was such a charming experience. Well, you know, this it was is, fun. Yeah, this is the evening tickler with uh, Julian and Steve, and and we've been blessed at table tonight with a guy named King. For, and named for good reason. He is now a member of the greater Delco community. And Delco, once again, has raised the bar considerably by having a man like this among That's them. true. That when, is you, true. when you see a good-looking, smart, agnostic, academic walking down the street, you'll know it's king. <laughs> Say hello. Say, I heard <laughs> you on do. the evening tickler. And give him money. <laughs> um, re remember, the, the tickler is a WIOX uh, invention, uh, and it shows up every Sunday night at 6 o'clock, and we look forward to seeing, actually, that's not a radio word, is it? Uh, hearing with you next week. Music, not say. Uh, yeah. 